Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And I am excited because I've got a buddy of mine on the show today. He is a top performing realtor. He is an unbelievable dude. He's a relatively new dad that just got back from Hawaii with his family. And, and guys, more than anything, he is, I would put him top three in the realtors that I know across this country that truly leverage Instagram, not just to look cool, not just to collect followers so you can sleep good at night, but actually have made legit money from being consistent on this platform. And so, Daniel Tovar, bro, welcome to the show. Wow. Kyle, man, I appreciate it. You know, I was not expecting an intro like that. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be on the show. You're a big deal, bro. And, and this is why I love that you're on here is because you don't see yourself that way because you're humble and you're just a good, genuine person. And um, that's what makes you great, man. So I'm super stoked to have you on with me. For sure, yeah. So, man, I want to I wanna just start here. What, when was the moment, and of course, this is years ago for you, when was the moment where you were just finally like, I've got to get good at this, right? Like, it's really not an option anymore. I need to leverage this. Like, can you talk us through like the decision-making and the things that you maybe had to overcome and work through during that time? Yeah. So actually I was thinking about this yesterday because I want to say it was year two. Uh, year two, I started getting so many people reaching out to me, uh, looking for buyer's consultations. And once I saw that people are just coming to me, I was like, I have to, I have to really start becoming a creator um, and start bringing value to people and educating people versus just posting just the post, uh, not just be a consumer, um, but just run it as a business. Um, so I would definitely say it was year two. So, and, and that was how many years ago now? Um, I'm going into my sixth year. I'm starting my sixth year. So four years ago. Okay. So, and then talk about how, like in that moment, what, like what, what type of content did you start putting on Instagram to kind of fill that need? Um, really, it's going to be educational, you know, educating the, the client or the, the audience on becoming a homeowner, like what what it takes to become a homeowner, what the first step is, um, letting them know I do free consultations, um, just anything that was of value, you know, about the process. And you know what, what's interesting about that, man, is I, I was actually teaching a class today and they were talking about how frustrating it is as a realtor when the consumer doesn't know that it doesn't cost them money to have a buyer, like a buyer's agent represent them. Yeah. And they just wanted to be upset about it. And I was like, guys, why are you choosing to just be upset about it 
have any of you done a video educating the consumer on on what it looks like to be represented when you're buying a home? And they're like, well, no, it's unbelievable. And so what I hear you saying is you weren't, you didn't just start educating them. You started with simple education. Yeah. Very basic stuff, right? Well, what is, what, remind me what you said. You said before, if you know, I forget what it was. If you know 10% more than anybody in the room, you're the smartest person. Well, I, well, what I say is if I know 1% more than the people in the room, I always have something of value to give them. There you go. And, and so I used to think that I didn't have anything of value, but Mm. it's because I'm in this every day. I know this. And it's so easy for me to forget that, that the consumer, the audience, they don't know the littlest things. So, so for you, how, how have you over the years, like, how do you overcome the thought of like, do people really need to know this? Like, this feels pretty basic. Like most people probably already know, like, how do you keep putting out simple content without overthinking it? Um, so I try to put my, my, myself in the place of a first time home buyer. You know, um, I try to really think back, okay, what are things that people have asked me? And it's not about trying to come up with new things to educate people, even though I do. But a lot of times it's over the years, I've had to repeat myself several times, different videos, things update. You know, if I, I probably have eight, nine, 12 videos about the first steps of becoming a homeowner, you know? And so it's just about just having fresh content, not necessarily new content. Bro, I love that. I mean, I'm, you know, when I write it down, that's good. So talk to us about how, like, do you plan out your content? Do you just kind of freestyle and go, go from the hip? Like what, what does, what does that kind of look like for you? Well, there's, there's obviously there's different kind of creators. And for me, it's more about freestyling. And it's because one of the biggest pieces that's gained um, business for me has been letting people into my life. And so it's more of a vlog, you know? And so it's not about necessarily creating content more than I think you you said it best, documenting your content. Yeah. You know? Actually, Gary V said that. So <laughs> that, that was, that was Gary. I heard v it from you bef- before it was me. So, okay. This is huge because right. Gary V says document don't create. Mm-hmm. Therefore I've also said that. And, and, and you, you've bought into that and, and, and believe that, but bro, like you're a pretty normal guy, right? You're married. You've got a new daughter. Like, it's not like you live just what, what the world would call this, like super, like over the top life, you know, you guys flip properties. You'll do, you'll do videos of you shoot baskets behind your house. Like to all the people listening that would go, Man, I I don't think I can do that vlog style because like my life is super boring. Like coach them right now on on like how to overcome that that mindset. You know, a lot of people tell me I don't have anything to post. There's nothing, you know, I'm not interesting. And that's the thing. You think you're not interesting, but there's a lot of people who actually love to see these. You know, the what I think is is very fascinating. A lot of people love HDTV 
And what do you see on HDTV a lot? Before and afters, behind yep. the scenes. And that's basically what I'm doing in real estate. You know, whether it be in my residential, you know, real estate, me selling, or it's going to be my flipping, or even just behind the scenes of my life. And so I kind of look at that and just kind of recreate that for myself. Bro, I love it. And, yeah. and I, I've, I've always heard it said, right, that perfection isn't relatable. And honestly, boring is about the most relatable thing we can do mm -hmm. because everyone else feels like they're boring. Therefore, that relates to them. And so you did something that most people would probably not do this because they would have talked themselves out of it. But like you guys, for those of you that aren't that aren't in Texas, right? Like we just wrapped up the Texas State Fair. And if y'all haven't heard before that everything's bigger in Texas, that's not just a saying, that's a fact. And, and so there's no way there's a bigger state fair than the one that we throw every September, October in, in Texas. And so you and the fam went to the fair. Tell us the story of like what you did through your stories to create engagement, to do some giveaways, to, to essentially you became Where's Waldo yeah. inside of the state fairgrounds. So, that's so talk exactly to us about that. That's exactly what I wanted to do. So first, you know, before we even did that, we did giveaways to um, to win tickets to get into the into the fair, um, have some coupons and people loved it. I learned two years ago that that was a huge giveaway, even though I'm only spending myself 120 bucks for this. It yeah. is a huge impact on my business. And so I was like, I want to take this step further. And that's exactly what I thought. I wanted to do a Where's Waldo. So why not do a Where's Tovar? And so that's exactly what I did. I kind of made up a keyword. And if you found me, hey, I had something for you. And so I didn't have it for them physically there. But once I got back home the next day, um, I gave them gift cards to Starbucks, which wasn't Love it. huge, but it was just something. And so they'd come up to me and they'd approach me, which was really cool because now I have people that I have never met before, never seen before. They approach me, they approach my wife, and it's kind of like you're like a little local celebrity. And it just, it feels cool for people to, to be able to notice you. Well, so take us back. Like what did the post look like leading up to the day of the state fair? Like what giveaways did you do that were state fair related and how'd you execute them? Um, well, the main giveaways um, I did, I think I did three of them that were enter for your chance to win four tickets to the state fair plus $50 coupons for rides and food. And so we set that up um, the same way we do all of our giveaways. You have to like, Follow us, um, share this to your story, tag us, and then add, tag two people into the comments. So okay. there's that. And then we did the, the stories. Um, where in, in our stories, we just, um, I would post different places that I was at in the fair trying to get people. Of course, I wouldn't say I'm at the food court now. I would wait till I'm about to leave the food court to kind of be like, hey, I was just at the food court. You just missed me. Sure. Um, and just trying to get people to come and find me. So that's how we kind of ran that one. And, and so all you bought literally was the cost of four tickets plus 50 bucks worth of coupons to buy food and drinks and rides and all that stuff. So you were, you said you were 120 bucks in. Yes and no. Okay. So yes, it cost 120 bucks, but also there's leverage and I leverage sponsors. And so I had a sponsor with that. And one of my sponsors on. was a lender. Okay. And so we split the cost. And so I was only 60 bucks in. So, so you're 60 bucks in and how, like, 
what do you feel like roughly the total engagement was from that contest? Me, myself, um, I can tell you I had over uh, 450 new followers, which since then I've lost about 60 of them. So we're about 390 on followers. Okay. Um, I got two buyers under contract. Um, and I know because they will tell me I started following you because wow. of a certain giveaway. Um, and so they do have a return. So, so tell us what the, like between those two buyers, what, what will roughly be the average commission between the two? Um, we're looking at anywhere between, we're looking at about anywhere between 14 to 18,000. Okay. So guys freaking listen right now. We're talking about a $60. You know what? Forget the, forget the, the forget the lender. Let's just call it the max, right? Yeah. For the sake of this example, $120 investment for a 14 to 18K return. Mm-hmm. Guys, there is not a stock on the planet that will return you that, that level of investment back, right? There's nothing. Nothing exists that will yield that X of return. And, and, and here's what's so fascinating, Daniel, not to me, because I, I know this, but here's, bro, what blows my mind. Nothing that you did had anything to do with real estate, Nothing. right? This is, this is what people just can't wrap their minds around. How do I make money in real estate when I don't talk about real estate all the time? And so this is why, guys, he says he treats it vlog style. He does real estate content. He does personal content. You'll see he and his wife on date night. You're going to see he and his daughter. Sometimes you'll just set up a camera and shoot baskets on your mm-hmm. basketball goal, right? Your, your wife surprised you, taking you to the Mavs game the other night, and you thought y'all were in the nosebleeds, but she'd actually bought nicer. See, bro, I follow, your, I follow all your stuff, <laughs> right? And, and so y'all showed the story of her like taking you down lower into the arena where like y'all were basically courtside. And you, you had no idea guys. It's he is letting people relate to him. And so where, where most people would go, how much do you think I'll need to pay to get 390 followers? They're going to spend money and get crappy followers that probably don't even live in America, much less their city. Mm -hmm. But because you're running a contest organically, you're only getting new followers from your followers which all happen to live in Dallas Fort Worth. Yep. Is that all true? True. 100%. Okay, bro. So here's a question. Why aren't more realtors doing this? They're limited beliefs. They don't know where to start. They're in the video. They're scared to do video. I think that's the biggest piece. Yeah. What, how do we, cause you're, you're going to be, you're teaching a class here, like right after our podcast. Yeah. Right. So guys, Daniel's a big deal. He, he, he gets asked to do this stuff because he's actually making money through this. And so in your perspective, bro, like why is this whole concept of being in front of the camera so hard for most people? Because I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. I'm telling you, it's all just mindset. And once you shift that mindset, like for me, okay, when I started doing video, I, Hated the way I sounded. I, I would record. And what I tell you, one of the first classes we ever took together, or I took from you, I would take 
60 takes, 80 takes, just because I didn't like the way things sounded. Once right. I started seeing some money rolling, I don't care what I sound like. The people love it, you know, and if they love it as is and as organic and natural as it is, and I can win from it. I mean, not only am I making money from them, but I mean, Instagram is paying me for reels too. And I mean, the more content I can put out, it's a win-win for everybody. Consumers getting educated. I'm getting paid. Yeah. We're growing. So it's, it's a win-win. It's incredible. So where would you, where would you tell the person listening to start, you know, that they haven't, they, they haven't done any video and they're saying, Daniel, man, like this is incredible what you've done. Where, where should I start? What would you tell them? So I would say, make a list, make a list of the home buying process. If we're talking to realtors, make a list of the home buying process and break that down into so many videos. You know, you don't need to be making, you know, a, a 15 minute video about the entire process. Break it up into a whole bunch of chunks and make many videos and just be on stories. Because for me, that's where it's at. Stories is where, where my business has thrived. Um, and that's my go-to. You know, people worry about going on reels and trying to create content where they're going to have to edit. If you haven't made video yet, don't worry about that yet. Focus on the people you have. Make stories. Document the stuff. If you're writing a contract, tell us, about, tell us something about the contract. What does something mean? What is earnest money? What is option period? What's the purpose of it? If you're going on showings, show us where you're going. Tag that city. And that shows your audience that you go to those certain cities, that you serve right. those. So just, just do it. Man, you, you, you challenge me. I like, cause I, I don't really like stories that much. Mm -hmm. And, and so I'm, I'm very like one day I'll do 10 stories and then for a week straight, I won't do any, mm -hmm. you know, what, what do you, in your opinion, what do you feel like consistency should look like for, you know, is it X number of stories a day? Like what's your, what's kind of your rhythm with stories? So one is definitely got to be value in, in some way. So either it's either value and education or value and entertainment. And by entertainment, it's just keeping them coming back. It's not necessarily so much making them laugh and all that, even though that helps, but just keeping them coming back. Um, but consistency and, and, and continuing to post all day. So for me, when you pull up Instagram, you have four people on top. It's you. And it's usually four of the ones before you have to slide over. I always want to be one of those first people, you know? And, and, and so when I document my life, every couple of hours, every hour or so, um, I'm always up there for most people. Um, and what I want is stay top of mind. You know, it's like, man, Tobar is always posting, always posting. And so that's key for me, consistency and always posting and bringing some kind of value to them. Yeah. So you're, you're probably like, I'm looking at your stories right now. You're probably always eight to 10 stories deep, I would okay. say. R relatively speaking, mm -hmm. um, the story I'm looking at right now, you shared a TikTok, like you shared a, a, a video to your stories, right? And so you didn't have to create anything. You shared the video, you added a little bit of, of language below it, and, and that gets to be called a story. Uh, another story, you're, you screenshotted the phone and it says, just got off the phone with the IRS, Right now you're, you're, you're showing, look, it looks like you're making like your baby seat into an airplane and, and then here's a reel of your baby on a plane, right? Like you, you did a post in the dark this morning, 
where you talked yep. about all the things you're doing today. Yep. It's it's so straightforward. Yeah, it's nothing, it, it's it, nothing out of the box. No, it's it's really it's not rocket science. The 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 issue is your for for other people, the issue is they're talking themselves out of the stories that you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I want to I want to talk about this because you're also very unique in that you haven't spread yourself out across a ton of platforms. Yeah. So for the most part, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you've pretty much exclusively just said like I want to crush Instagram. And and is that that's really the only platform you you focus on? Facts. Yeah. So how do you how do you handle the whole fear of missing out and like, but bro, what, what about all the people that are on Facebook, but not on your Instagram? And what about TikTok? And what about YouTube? And what about LinkedIn? Like, how did you give yourself permission to just so clearly focus on one platform? So first I wanted to focus on the platform that I enjoyed because I didn't want to be on something where I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, when I get into, when I get into Facebook, it gets overwhelming. That's just so much. And also one of the things I learned, because I did kind of play with some of them. I played with TikTok. I played with LinkedIn. And I saw that Instagram is what pulled me in. My audience loved it. It was working. I was getting leads out of it. Now, not to say that I can't 10x my business by taking the next step and be on every single platform, because I can. that's definitely doable. Sure. But I get so much business from Instagram itself that I, I'm, I'm already having trouble balancing work life to where if that yeah. happened on other other platforms yeah that's taking away too much and so for me yes i want to be successful you know yes i want to be great at what i do and yeah i would love to build an empire but at the same time to me it's more important to be in these important years of, uh, of my daughter's life you know so i don't want to say i guess i will say i'm a little bit comfortable where i'm at and i have a good balance yeah. and to me that's more important than really I love it. Growing, growing too big. I love it. Um, Let me ask you this. What do you suck at on Instagram? Um, A lot of things. Um, I suck at definitely highlights, definitely live, definitely. um, Oof. I would say that, I mean, there's more that I suck at. So it's so much easier to think about what I'm good at, but yeah. Well, and, and of course in an interview environment, like we love to talk about what we're good at, of course, which is why I love to throw the curveball of, you know, how willing are we to talk about what we (laughs) suck at because that's real, you know? And so like, you're not, you, you don't do, I've seen you do a few, but like what keeps you from doing more live videos on Instagram? Um, really, I think it's going to be the time blocking part because I think when it comes to live, it's not, to me, it's not always, I see live as more as a script about what I'm going to talk about. For instance, I'm going to do a live with the lender. Well, I have to have my questions prepared and we have to have a time and, and date yeah. set and I have to make sure that's in my schedule just like this. And so, yes, I can do lives just like I do stories. Um, but only time I really go live is just for giveaways. And we have a blast on those lives. Yeah, you do. It's awesome, man. So 
what would be what would be the last piece of advice you know you got you got 90 seconds left to kind of plead your case to the realtors that pay attention to this podcast all three of them um <laughs> you know what 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 would be your your final piece of advice to them and just in relation to social media instagram whatever for sure yeah um so if you're really trying to take your business to the next level you're you're looking for at least five six eight new pieces of business a year and you're not looking to spend a lot, social media, Instagram, for me, is where it's at. Yeah. You know, you need to start making video, start educating your audience. Uh, one of the biggest pieces that I see people always talking about is I need more followers. And it's not about the followers. Like, why do you need new followers if you're not even taking care of the ones you have now? Come on. Preach. And so I think, I think you need to be, or I know you need to be focusing on those people. And once you focus on them, you're either going to get business from them or you're going to start building a, a referral relationship with them. So don't worry about new followers. Don't worry about any of that. Don't worry about the likes. Just worry about putting on good content as far as bringing value. And then you'll eventually start growing. And if you become passionate about it, you'll start looking into how you can start creating, making reels, things like that. But take the baby steps to get there. Focus on stories um, and just bring value. So good, bro. So good. I I can't wait for your podcast to come out. (laughs) Hopefully you'll have me as a guest on it one day. We're my first guest. Come on. Y'all heard it here. So I'm going to hold you to that. Daniel, yes, how, how do people follow you? Only on Instagram. Only where, on where Instagram. Do, where do we follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Tovar underscore the realtor. Um, that's, my, that's my handle on Instagram. I love it, bro. Man, I can't, I can't thank you enough for your candidness, your honesty. Um, man, just the integrity by, by which you live your life and, and lead your business. And uh, bro, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, brother. Guys, we'll be back next week with maybe a cool person similar to Daniel or maybe a lame person. It might just be me by myself, but I hope you'll be back. We'll be back then with a, a new person with a really cool story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.